0: Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be,
1: but their friendship outweighs their smarts.
0: So gather
1: round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's
2: about
1: to start.
3: Hi everybody and welcome to Spoutlore. Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian Abdulaziz. Hello. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hello. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. When last we left our heroes, you had escaped, basically. You had escaped, and you had arrived at the hidden pirate headquarters of the Crystal Bay Pirates to sort of convalesce and give Ruby Tunesday the lay of the land in terms of how much you had fucked up, which was quite a lot. Well, that's relative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it was kind of a uh, talking and learning episode. New for us. <laughs> yeah, very new for us. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had learned a little bit about fairies, but, or we had learned a little bit about what the journal of the captain of the purifier might contain. Uh, we also completely destroyed the purifier. Yes, that is a thing that you did. Yeah. <laughs> the purifier was destroyed by Perel, mm-hmm. the truth demon got it out of all of you that Perel is a wizard mirrors middle name is Bernadette. (laughs) That's right. And he's just (laughs) trying his
0: best. That was
3: so sad and nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, our own resident Druid Ving is the Prince of the Boreal Reach. Also Tuck saw nothing. Yeah. Until he communed with his ax, Larry, Terry and Chad, and they were able to resonate Tuck at a frequency that he was able to see whatever was standing there And what he saw was an old man. He said it was a slave. That was cool as hell. So cool. Um, Saw an old man. Slaves Uh, are cool. (laughs) Okay, I'll edit that out for you. He saw an old man who said his name was... Paul, is this your 12 Years a Slave fan fiction <laughs> where he doesn't escape? Yeah. It's called 12 More Years a Slave. <laughs> there's a line in
0: here where he says, I'm so glad I'm still here, and he's an old man.
3: <laughs> and Tuck saw an old man, an old man who said his name was Ama Mergeni, who said he was the vessel for the icon of truth. And we know that there's a Mergeni library in McCall. Yes. Then there was a huge fight, mm-hmm. and you escaped, mm-hmm. which is where we find you now. At the hidden pirate headquarters of the Crystal Bay Pirates. Uh, you were told that they had acquired someone to be the captain of the vessel, a merchant, to give the ship an air of legitimacy as it crossed the sea. And that merchant was Colonel Dan Glott. Jesus fuck. Uh, <laughs> Hot uh, schlossmeat aficionado, and... Mm-hmm multiple failed entrepreneur. This guy is like a bad penny. It's impossible <laughs> to get rid of him. <laughs> maybe it takes a few months. Maybe it takes a few years, but you'll see Colonel Dan again. <laughs> he ruins industries when he gets involved. philosophy <laughs>
2: used to be a very popular thing. He just gets into everything <laughs> way too late. Like he's ruined. Falafels now
3: suck. Yeah. yeah. Falafels are bad. Hats are bad. Nobody wears hats anymore. Watches were on the rise and then people stopped using them. <laughs> Turns out they weren't cool. Sleever used to be awesome. Now it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's ruined everything. <laughs> he's ruined. <laughs> All Dan the best did- things. <laughs> mm. uh, and so that is where we find you now. In the Crystal Bay Pirates hideout, Ruby has revealed uh, the vessel to you, which is called the West Wind. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of a cargo ship that looks like it's built for speed. Do you guys mm-hmm. want to talk to Dan? or should Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> so Dan is leaning over the edge of the boat like, Wow. How is he dressed? He is dressed um, <laughs> like a. You know, oh, he looks so stupid yeah, in my. Head. You know, um, what did you imagine? <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I well, hear it. here, let, maybe, maybe tell me if I'm close. You know, Kira Knightley's dad from Pirates of the Caribbean, Oh, oh with a huge wig? curly wig. Yeah. And the like embroidered jacket with the ruffs and the tights and the oh, shoes. He- oh, he's dressed like that. That's pretty funny, yeah, yeah, like a dollar store Halloween costume of a pirate. <laughs> but you can tell because you remember Dan had long black hair and yeah. he has curled and oiled his own hair. Wow, so it's like huge. He throws up his hands to wave at you and you see the ruffs of his coat <laughs> waving and he's like, "Wow, hi, I cannot believe it's you guys. Hey, Dan. uh I want to say. Vern, Vern. Vern? Holy shit. Are so you nice serious? to see you. Hey, Tyler, it's nice to see you too, man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Billy, love it. What Thanks. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you remembered Billy's name, but neither of us? It's easy because I had a dog named Billy.
4: And I look like that dog.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he comes walking down the gangplank and he is really making his entrance work for him. And he comes down to meet you guys and he throws his arms out. What about a hug? Huh? Yeah, we go in and we hug Dan. All right. Yeah, he gives you a big, nice hug. We're like, good to see you. Oh, you too. You guys would not believe the time I've had. Yeah. How did you end up here? Oh, it is a long and storied tale. Just talk about today. Uh, so basically, <laughs> I woke up in a cave and I put on my new clothes and then I got on this boat. So before that, yeah. um, you might remember uh, Lumpley and I. We had a little scheme going back in high Spear. We were going to sell Fabergé eggs. Yeah. Hats. You know, it's been so long. I've had so many schemes since then. It's pretty telling that he's calling them schemes and not business. (laughs) Sorry. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Business opportunities. (laughs) Business opportunities. That's what I meant to say. Entrepreneurial (laughs) operations. Uh, But uh, long story short, I'm not allowed back in high Spear for a while. What did you do? It turns out to sell food, you need a permit, and also you shouldn't be selling stolen food. (laughs) That's the main thing. You fucked with the food court? Yes, I did. Uh, But it turns out they are pretty canny folks. So I thought that oatmeal would slide under their radar, but uh, when it's their oats, no siree. No. Yeah, the brunch boys would come after you for sure. Well, I'm gonna write that down for Speltmore. Yeah, <laughs> the Brunch Bunch. Uh, and so, Lumpley and I, we parted ways. By which I mean, he was arrested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a slimy shyster you are! <laughs> and I
3: left High Spear, and I wandered for a bit. Ended up in the Firefields because I was hearing rumors about a, a lake made of wine. We exchanged glances. <laughs> <laughs> and it was real. It's a real there's a whole lake. And What's your scheme, Dan? Okay, so you might have seen a stall that I paid a guy to set up during the coronetta. Basically, if you just grab a bunch of buckets, you can go down to that lake and no one can stop you. So I've been trying to, you know, weasel a little bit of cash here and there. Notice that he said weasel cash instead of do business, earn a living. (laughs) Sell my more or less legitimately acquired property and make a little cash on the side. Dan, a lot of your problems are self-created. You're not wrong, Tuck. You're not wrong. Oh, it's Tuck. It's Tuck. It just came back (laughs) to my mind. (laughs) It just hopped out of my mouth. It's so good to see you all again. So we're going to be going to sea together, huh? Yeah. How long are we at sea together? Uh and he looks over at Ruby. How long does it take to get to McCall? 6 months? 7 months? 6 what? McCall. We're going to McCall? That's that's where I'm going. I got a hot hold full of uh watered down lake wine. Ruby. Yes. We said 2 weeks. What's this 6 months bullshit? There are ports 2 weeks from here. All right. Everybody hop on board. We'll we'll finish final preparations and yeah dan takes you on to the deck of the west wind shows you around
4: guys i can't remember last time i went on a boat like this in the ocean oh this is a lot bigger than a lake
2: yeah but it's just it's just like a really big lake it's just like a river but it's all together just think of all the little spots that you've ever sat beside all the little rivers picture your favorite little spots sitting by the water and just picture all those little spots getting to hang out. And that's just
3: the ocean
4: uh, uh, okay
3: and this is Dan is like walk and Dan is talking incessantly as you guys are having these conversations between yourselves. He's like, this is where you'll be sleeping. this is where everybody else will be sleeping, and it's a spot like one foot away. <laughs> like there's a bunch of hammocks, and as you're talking, uh Billy, you look around the deck and you see what is the galley, mm-hmm. and there is a big clump guy who's just like cutting up fish and there's huge baskets of uh, potatoes and bread mm. carrots.
4: D- hey Dan, do do we get to eat that later?
3: No, that's the chef. <laughs> 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 and Dan laughs at that. He's like, oh, I really missed all you guys. They are much less jokey in the High Spear Regional Prison. Uh <laughs> This is the first time that we notice that Dan
0: has three teardrops <laughs> tattooed under oh my his god! Eye. Dan killed a guy. He
3: killed three people in jail. <laughs> He's a murderer now.
4: Uh, cut back to Dan doing the tattoo himself to make himself look really badass.
3: <laughs> Tracing when, his actual w- tears with yeah. a stick of, <laughs> of eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> Like we- weeping into a mirror. I'm so scared. <laughs> so scared.
4: <laughs> They're gonna fucking kill me. Oh, I can't make them think that I did it first. <laughs> These guys are gonna fucking kill me. Wait,
0: is this five minutes ago as he was getting dressed to meet us? Or is this, oh, this three months ago when this he was is in jail three
4: months ago and then every day after. <laughs> he has
0: to
3: perpetuate the lie yeah. every
0: morning. The, the, all those lies are why he was recruited to be the captain of this crew. He is way in over his head well
2: his
3: parole (laughs) officer hooked him up with this gig (laughs) uh yeah and he's like oh yeah you get to yeah there's meals i don't know once twice three times a day oh
4: what only three times we gonna starve
3: hey look boat rules i gotta say i'm a figurehead i know very little about this actual voyage we know
4: (laughs) i don't like boat rules
3: Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> don't like rules and i hate boat rules <laughs> and he goes this is where you guys will be sleeping and he points to a single hammock but wait all three of us in shifts yeah in shifts. shifts no no no
0: no
4: no we all sleep together
0: yeah we sleep same time nighttime mm-hmm. we sleep same time
3: nighttime 12 time hours <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to talk to uh What's that uh, fucking scary guy's name? You saw him. You saw him, right? The guy with the earring. Kingsley? Yeah, Hello. Kingsley. Oh, yeah. He's got the curved sword earring. Yeah,
0: this is totally like where you show up at camp, you know, where it's like your bunk master is like, hey, this is the, these are the rules. And you're like, I think different rules apply to me. <laughs> you, <Yeah. know? laughs> exactly. then you go to the head of the camp and you're like, sir. I... I think that we could all agree that I am not the kind of person that participates in swim time. <laughs>
3: and I will be having snacks in my bunk. <laughs> Send someone around, okay? <laughs> and, hey, look, I thought as the quote-unquote captain I was supposed to sleep in the captain's quarters, but I'm sleeping somewhere else, too. Where are you sleeping? And he points to the hammock right next to you. <laughs> We're gonna be? hammock pals all of us <laughs> sleeping together God, next to each other sleeping near each other not together we walk away during this yeah. whole thing <laughs> he has and- his eyes closed doing a dance Spunk <laughs> <Bump> buddies
2: <laughs> nuts in a bag <laughs> shaking his <laughs> butt
0: so i i have clocked that billy is nervous mm-hmm. about this and i i'm like i don't really have much to offer him in the way of like comfort but i take him up to the top deck mm-hmm. Can we see like the horizon or the sea of graves or anything uh, from inside their like
3: cave dock? Thing? You can see basically a sliver of sky cuz it's like a rock wall that comes out at an angle and then another one that comes out an angle that they have to very carefully navigate oh. but it hides the mouth of the cave from the from the water.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so I I talked to these guys and I'm like, did I ever tell you guys how I came here?" No. No. Um and I was like, "I came from Macau" and I point in the general direction of where it is. And you can see a bit of horizon, you said? Tiny bit, yeah. And I, so I, I like point at the ocean and I'm like, I set sail from McCall seven years ago. Uh, I left everything I knew behind, but I found a new family when I came here. So there's a Can we long- meet
2: them someday? Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> I would really like to meet your family.
0: Thing, it's you. Oh fuck, buddy, oh. that's really sweet. So, I mean, it's scary to like go to a new place and to to do something that you've never done before, and to not know, you know, what's on the other side of the horizon. Of course, it's going to be scary, but there's going to be a lot of interesting food.
4: Mm. <laughs> Okay.
0: (laughs) That is, and Chuck has finally honed in on the thing that is going to make Billy feel comfortable. (laughs) And he's like, Billy, there are carts that sell bags of spaghetti all over, uh, every street in McCall has a cart that sells bags of spaghetti.
4: Whole bags?
0: Whole bags. And they sell (sighs) little tubs of garlic water you put on there. You can eat spaghetti all day, every day.
4: All day? Every day?
0: Every day. (gasps) Wow. and they have
2: gravy that's been boiling for over 17 years.
4: How do they still have gravy left?
2: Because they just keep adding to it. They it's add famous God. gravy.
4: They add they
2: the bones never, of our fathers, it's called.
4: Never-ending gravy. Never-ending gravy. Never-ending gravy. It. Okay, so maybe maybe the new world won't be so bad. Maybe my future will be a future. Maybe I will taste my imagination maybe i will achieve my dreams
3: <laughs> yeah what what dream is billy trying to achieve the croissant moon um, oh yeah
4: he's imagining bathing in gravy
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then
2: oh, and <laughs>
4: then when the gravy gets like kind of cold and it gets that skin on top He just turns the faucet on, and warm gravy comes in. He can (laughs) scoop it into his mouth, and then he rings a bell, and like some elves, like wheel in some more potato mash, and he can just grab fistfuls to put into the tub with him, and they float around, and they soak up the gravy, and he like scoops them into his mouth. Repeat.
3: Yeah, that's the dream (laughs) Billy's hoping to achieve. Yeah.
0: And then we cut back to, like, outside of Billy's head. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he's, like, drooling so much. Oh, God. (laughs) And we're like, Billy, whatever it is that is in your head right now, just imagine that's at the end of this voyage. Okay.
4: I can't wait. I am brave, and I'm going to live the dream of my people. Me, Billy's people. I'm... I'm the people.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then as Billy like waddles away back towards where we left Dan and then as we're standing there, we're like, he was definitely thinking about the gravy dream again. Right? That, might, that might be a problem someday. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're never going to be able yeah. to get that gravy thing to happen. He's a little food obsessed.
2: <laughs> Billy, don't beg, honey. <laughs> He just walks up to the cook and he's yeah. just like, but don't put your nose on the counter, pal.
4: <laughs> I take my hands off the counter. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I go to the hammock. I'm like, better make this look nice.
3: <laughs> Billy's going to decorate the hammock. Yeah. So nice. yeah. How would Billy try and nice up a, a hammock?
4: Oh, he steals the blankets from other hammocks.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: And he starts like padding it out for our hammock and making a nice nest on the ground for Billow. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Sorry. We also have the fanny pack. We could set oh, that up on the on the yeah. boat. Oh, sure. We'll be like, we'll we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, speaking of that, because uh, Mears and Perel didn't come with you for this like section. <gasps> oh. oh, Milton comes down into the lower deck that you're in and goes, hey, uh, um, uh, that kid, the little kid that you hung out with. Yeah. The little nerd kid. Yeah. Mears. He, ha- he asked me to give you this and he holds up the fanny pack. Oh, sick. He left a note. He left a note. Yeah. He left a note next to this that said, give this to Tacoma Dome. Where is he? Didn't see him. He left a note. What? Where's the note? And he holds up the note. It says, hey, Milton, give this to Tacoma Dome. Signed, Mears. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, who writes signed? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's a little heart. It says, love, Mears, with oh. a little heart next to it. <laughs> so Mears of Pearl are not on the boat? No. Where are they? Can we go find them? Yeah, we go find them. I, I bet if you guys think about this for like a couple seconds, you'll figure it out. They're in They're the They're in the fanny thing, pack. Okay. <laughs> no, we are like,
2: stop the preparations.
0: Yeah. Wait, our friends are on shore. <laughs> <laughs> Big and Duck are like halfway. Running. Yeah. Out. You just hear us? <laughs> We're
1: like, <laughs> I won't forget about you.
4: Billy's in the middle of like fluffing a bunch of throw pillows into like a nice like pile for us. I'm like, well, oh, guys,
3: uh, uh, actually, actually, so do you run, do you run into the tunnels and start checking for mirrors? Oh, yeah, because we're too stupid to realize that they're in <laughs> okay. the fanny pack. So actually, Billy's the only one that, <laughs> I
4: guess. Oh, yeah, because you guys left the fanny pack just on the floor and I go, like, grab it and I'm like, it's kind of heavier than usual.
0: <laughs> Billy's shaking, shaking around. it around. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what the fuck is happening with the Milton, you asshole.
4: And I feel Perel in there. Like, I feel, I'm like, oh. Like his, ima- no, like, sorry, that sounds gross. I like feel it. like Elsa. the yeah. magic. Were
0: doing ball fondling motions.
4: Saw, who has balls this big? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like Perel's magic coming through.
1: Totally,
3: yeah. yeah.
4: So I'm like, guys, uh, I have something to tell you. <laughs>
3: we're gone. Okay. Yeah.
4: Well, I sit there, I'm like, oh, We'll come back
3: <laughs> so Tuck and Ving you two fucking idiots are running through the tunnels yelling for mirrors yeah and tuck you're running through the tunnels going like do you see mirrors do you see mirrors like grabbing people grabbing random pirates yeah did you see some for- sort of musketeer looking ball old man yeah I'm
0: like do you see like a weird nerdy kid with a metal hand who's like arms are too large for his torso and his ears are weirdly big for his head <laughs>
3: Uh and, and he's getting scared. He's getting scared. <laughs> and you are running through the tunnels and you get to a tunnel that's kind of closer to the entrance, and uh something seems off. I stop. You see a shape like near the entrance, kind of kind of uh like hunched against the wall. I discern realities. Okay, two d six plus wisdom. 11. Oh, my God. So, you get three questions. (laughs) 12, actually. Yeah. Yeah, So, you get three questions. What here's not what it appears to be? You wait, and it's just your night vision is uh, adjusting, because you come from the surprisingly well-lit caves to this really dim entrance, Mm -hmm. and you notice that it is a Crystal Bay Pirate is Uh unconscious against the wall. Who's unconscious? Knocked out. Seeming asleep or unconscious or something. Who's really in control here? I would say still technically the Crystal Bay Pirates. Because this is their headquarters. Technically. So anything that's about to happen, they'll probably have the advantage. Something's popping off. What's about to happen? And as you're like, is that a person? That's Somebody got knocked out. The, uh, the light at the entrance of the tunnel is obscured by a huge hulking shape. And you just hear, I found you, you chunky little monkey. Oh, fuck. It's Fatum. And a few, like, light guard warriors step in from behind him. So I want to take the axe and, like,
0: scrape it all across the inside of the cave and cause, like, a massive cave-in.
3: So I'm going to say defy danger strength. So 2d6 plus strength. Eight, nine, ten. I mean, yeah, you do it, right? Yeah. Like, nothing bad happens. This is your this is your purview. So, describe how this works.
0: So, I, like, I clocked at its phantom, mm-hmm. and I don't even say anything to him. I yell back into the cave, the light guard is here. Yeah. I'm just like, run! Light guard! And I, like, scrape the axe all along the inside of the cave a couple of times, causing as much of a cave in as I can. Uh, and then I start running back to the dock And everyone that I pass, I'm like Get
3: out, light guard is coming Yeah, and people start scrambling They're grabbing supplies, they're grabbing weapons Like ants, they start heading inward mm-hmm. Like they go into the side of this cliff And you don't know where they're going Where's Ruby? Uh, Ruby runs up and is like, what's happening? I'm like, And I grab her and I'm like, listen <sighs> We have to ignore the sexual
0: tension between us And everything that happened <laughs> This isn't about that The light guard are here
3: and she just opens her eyes and she throws your... She goes, get to the ship. And she runs past you. She runs towards Fathom? She goes, launch as quickly as possible. And I'm like, are you going to fight Fathom? Don't do that. I'm going to protect my people. Do you need help? I can come help.
0: I fought him before. I lost for sure. <laughs> but I, I, have, I, I fought
3: him. <laughs> uh, I've lost every fight I've ever <laughs> fought this guy. <laughs> this is what this organization is designed to do. We can protect ourselves. You can go. Just leave. Okay. And then I grab her hand, and I'm like, I won't forget you, Rubsy. <laughs> I run
0: away. it's my head, it's like, run away. Because I just it was so flustered, I said a weird name. <laughs> you know the thing where yeah. you're like talking, you try yeah. and do a cool goodbye, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So as I'm
3: running away, I'm like, oh. Ving- Did you call her Rubsy? I think
0: I called her Rubsy.
3: <laughs> as you're running away, Ruby goes, Tacoma. I stop, and I look back. And she looks at you and says, we did have sex. Oh! And then, then she uh, she says, you were fine. And she gives you a two-finger salute, and she cuts a rope next to her, and that section of the cave caves in.
0: What? Ooh.
3: Yeah. I turned to Bing, I'm like that's my girlfriend.
0: Vegan <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> awesome. Jacoba oh, run five. away high fiving. He's <laughs>
4: punching running. the air as he
3: runs. Punching the air and running. I've forgotten how terrified I was fan <laughs> of <laughs> Uh and we cut back to Billy. What's Billy doing?
4: Um, Billy is like laying on his tummy, kicking his feet and he's <laughs> zipped open the, the <laughs> pouch Yeah, and he's like having a quiet chat. Like that's, that sounds really nice. Yeah. Okay.
3: So you can just hear Mears and Perel are like, so did, did they figure it out?
4: Um, no, but I think they're going to come back. Is it comfy?
3: And you hear, uh. <gasps>
4: so Fran- is that you francis <laughs> oh, i just ca- try to stick my head in the bag <laughs> i can't see you
3: yeah yeah billy francis is in here do you have enough food to eat yeah there's I, I grab i grab some stuff what stuff from the pirates what what stuff it's mostly like dried meat and like some Bread stuff that tastes really bad. Do you
4: want me to shove in some other food?
3: (laughs) When you have the chance.
4: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'll do it.
3: (laughs) And while Billy's having this conversation, (laughs) a crew member walks by and stops near you, Billy, and looks down and goes, what are you doing?
4: What? (laughs) I just take, like, I I pull my face out of the bag.
3: (laughs) Don't put bags over your head. You're going to hurt yourself.
4: I'm fine. My friends live in the bag and I'm just talking to them. So you don't have to worry about me. and You don't have to worry about my friends in here.
3: His face is like frozen while <laughs> you're saying this. And then he says, I can't believe we're bringing a fucking kid to see.
4: If, if you have friends, they could probably fit in the bag too.
3: <laughs> and he walks away.
4: <laughs> okay, no problem.
3: It's like this kid's going to get us fucking killed.
4: Put my face back in the bag. Yeah, so... um. <laughs>
3: And then at this point, you hear bang, bang, bang. People yelling, like shouting, screaming. Clang, clang. Um, yeah. clang Bells. Clang, you hear clang, the drum. Like, there's boom, like boom, drums, boom, like boom, boom, throughout boom. the whole cave. Yeah. And you hear,
0: boom, boom,
3: shove boom, boom, off, boom, 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 shove
4: off. Oh, Kaiser go. What's going on? What's going on? I don't know. There's so much drums.
3: And <laughs> Tuck and Bing, you make it back to the, and Dan's at the deck and he's like, what's going on? We're what? getting the fuck out of here. That's what's going on. Okay. <laughs> All aboard. <laughs> Toot toot And King- Kingsley uh, p- As Dan's going toot toot Kingsley literally pushes him to the ground <laughs> And starts barking orders like Stow the lines, batten the hatches Pull up the gangplank It's like he starts giving orders And the people he's giving orders to start giving orders And Tuck doesn't really know much about
0: boats But he knows a lot about Fathom, And he knows that fucking rock slide Is not gonna slow him down uh-huh. He's seen Fathom do some fucked up stuff like when they were kids mm-hmm. Fatim fought a horse to death once
4: <laughs> Oh my god that
0: <laughs> Fatim is fucked up Seriously And that was like A mean horse
3: <laughs> The horse started it That was the meanest horse in McCall To Fatim's credit <laughs> The meanest horse in McCall And
4: we all know Horses are always big bullies Yeah
3: Yeah so you guys are trying to like Shove off as quickly as possible Everything's yeah. happened Lines are being thrown So yeah Tuck knows
0: that Nothing is stopping Fatim As he's running down the dock he's smashing you know how like uh lines are tied to like the The posts the post he's smashing each post he (laughs) runs past instead of cutting the lines because he also doesn't really know anything about boats yeah (laughs) or caves yeah so Uh. he like smashes every
3: single post Mm -hmm. and then runs up onto the gangplank. the the posts are made of wood you'd have to roll for it so yeah 2d6 plus strength well fuck my ass (laughs) 11 Uh, Okay, yeah, so (laughs) Kingsley is yelling at people to, like, throw the lines, and there's a guy who's trying to untie this huge line, pull the loop up, and you just run by and shatter it. (laughs) No (laughs) time. We gotta go. Uh, Yeah, and that's that. Like, everybody sees what you're doing, and they all get up on deck. Mm -hmm. And so a bunch of people run below deck. Billy, you see a bunch of people run two decks down. Yeah. They start putting these huge poles out the side of the boat to, like, pull the Mm. ship out of the cave. Because they can't sail because there's no wind in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's pretty slow going. Should we mm-hmm. maybe get water's help? Oh yeah, that's a better idea. I was thinking wind, but yeah, water is probably <laughs> less uncontrolled. <on> <clears throat> opportunity for uh,
0: what? A little... What's the name of the move? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Elementary, my dear elements. <laughs> two d six plus wisdom. Bam. Oh, damn. Twelve. Okay, so on a on a ten plus. What happens with (laughs) elemental mastery? On a 10 plus, choose two. The effect
2: uh, you desire comes to pass. You avoid paying nature's price and you retain control. So uh, let's... um, The effect we desire
3: comes to pass and uh, I would like to retain control. Oh, smart move. Would this be a good opportunity to perhaps have a little spirit conversation with the spirits Ving considers himself to have enslaved during his shape-shifting?
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah? Right now? Because, I mean,
3: you changed into a bat and you changed into a whale. (sighs) So maybe while you're calling up, like, the spirit of water, um, your perception shifts for the first time in a really long time to your perception of the spirit world. You feel your gills fill with the spiritual energy that they usually do that allows you to pass between realms.
2: Everything slows down, like, underwater.
3: Mm -hmm. (gasps) Mm-hmm. Cool. Is that what yeah. happens when you shapeshift or call Elementor Yeah. Ma- and Elementor <gasps> and- yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> Who made this game? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's that kind of thing where it looks like everybody is frozen in place, but also as if they're deep underwater. Their clothes are moving, their mm-hmm. hair is moving, yeah. and yeah. you're just standing still in the middle of the deck. And the spirit of the whale, the killer whale, is mm-hmm. swimming around you.
2: Yes. Hello
3: no one's seen you in a long time
2: what are they saying
3: they're saying that you abandoned us that the bridge between worlds was severed
2: but i thought i thought it was letting you live your life
3: we live our lives
2: i'm oh, and he's very apologetic he's like please forgive me i i didn't i was i i i wasn't thinking i just You came to my mind and uh, uh, I just, I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for doing that to you.
3: Forgiveness is not necessary. Any spirit that has answered your call has done so willingly.
2: Except that fucking eagle.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Your presence in the spirit world, the presence of your physical form was an anomaly. An event that we do not understand. But every spirit that has served you has served with you, not for you.
2: So that means that you're okay with it?
3: It is an honor. And the you see the shadow of the Thunderbird pass above you. It darkens Killer Whale. It darkens the deck of the ship and you see you look up and you see the Thunderbird flying above you as if it's flying above the surface of the water. And the Killer Whale looks up and says, To have forged a bond with a spirit that powerful means that you are worthy of the gift the spirits choose to imbue you with. I am the
2: spirit walker.
3: You are the spirit walker. You you now feel your connection to the spirit world like strengthening. And you feel a little bit tethered to killer whale. uh, And you feel this predatory kind of hunger sitting in you. Like this hunting instinct. Mm. Like you feel the spirit of killer whale is still lingering in you. Cool.
4: Does it fade over time?
3: It probably will. But I think before it does, it's going to get you in trouble. All right. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the price is that killer whale is like, Oh no, there's nothing wrong with this. This is how you're supposed to be. Oh yeah. And that makes sense that he'd be the one to like really beef him up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you got this. And then your perception shifts back to the material world. (laughs) And the water swells up around the boat and you feel yourself in perfect control of the spirit of water as you carry the boat out of the cave. You thread it through the walls of stone that hide the cave from view. The
2: water looks like there's like a water hand on one side and mm-hmm. then a, a water crystal hand on the other.
3: Yeah, it's perfectly mir- mirroring the position of Ving's hands as you cradle this ship in the arms of the ocean. Billy and I like slowly creep up behind
0: him and very softly go
1: and
3: then kingsley's like that's offensive stop it (laughs) that's our song and uh so as you're cradling the boat and passing the, the ship through these walls of stone you hear boom 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 and shards of stone like into the cave from the tunnel Entrance that Ruby collapsed and Fatim is standing there with a bunch of light guard Warriors and you can see from Here his veins He's, <laughs> he's flexing So hard he's furious He's like, drank so much creatine this Morning <laughs> he's like he's Bellowing after you and you Can hear him saying I'm gonna Get you to coma dome
2: Yeah Ving just turns Around and does two fingers up in the <laughs> giant fingers, little fingers of water come up out of the bay? <laughs> Suck
3: it, bit, and the water just pours into the cave. <laughs> and Fatim and the Light Guard warriors are washed back down the tunnel. And but you're out in the open ocean. And Kingsley's like, drop the sails, and these huge sails just come unrolling, billowing, flapping in the wind. Uh, and the 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 spirit of water has dissipated, and yeah. now you're just like sailing on momentum. And they're looking to catch the wind. Mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah I mean what now yeah I guess we kind of look around the harbor like yeah. take stock of where we're at right now okay yeah I mean we could get into certain realities oh yeah great plus wisdom <laughs> yeah eight eight okay great so you get one question from the list uh what's about to happen so they're trying to be as stealthy as possible in their <laughs> ship as they escape. <laughs> But everyone is on pretty high alert. So cause. stealthy, that double middle finger, giant water hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> fat and whatever. Fuck you. Yeah, no.
0: That was in the cave. What happens in the cave stays in the cave. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Ruby told me before we had sex. Now
2: I am remembering. <laughs> and she was pointing at her vagina. Why? Wow. I'm not leaving that in. <laughs> no, you're not.
3: <laughs> um, uh, okay, so what's about to happen? You hear... Um, someone from the crow's nest go ships, ships took turns to billion things. Like, did he say shits? (laughs) (laughs) Shits. (laughs) And you pass like this the point of rock that is this like turn in the cliff where they were hiding their ship, and you see vessels that look like they're part of the Crystal Bay Militia, basically like the Customs Navy, are outfitted under full sail. You see the Purifier has astoundingly not sunk. Whoa. It's missing a huge chunk of it, but it hasn't sunk yet, somehow. It's okay. not functional, though, right? It's actually moving a little bit. Are you kidding me? Like, you, its sails are not working, obviously, because you cut them all down. <laughs> uh-huh. But you can see uh, the water behind it is bubbling and steaming. Oh, fuck. <gasps> oh, he said ships. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, so now it's like they're trying to figure out how to get out of here, but... They are still trying to get like a good wind. Can you lay it out for us? So uh, the point of rock that the cave entrance is in is uh, just north of Crystal Bay, and that's where your ship is coming around. As you come around that point, you see a little bit further down the coast where Crystal Bay actually is. All the custom ships that are under sail and looking for you. And to the west, about a kilometer off the shore, is the like line of graves with the storm wall that marks like the graves of the Sea of Graves and the uh, the purifier in its absolutely fucked up but somehow still running shape is also in the bay with the custom ships and how
0: many ships are there
3: three and the purifier yeah so there's three custom ships and the purifier and they're all to the south of us yes and uh kingsley is ordering everybody around everyone's trying to get the sails aligned and is yelling basically like we're gonna run for it and he's starting to turn the wheel to the north
2: all right let's see what this baby can do hold on to your butts
4: I hold on my butt. (laughs) Is this how you ride the boat?
3: This is the way of the sea. Oh, man. Okay. And and Ving, it's at this point that you realize you're definitely used to ice racing boats. Sorry, that's ice racing. You hold your butts. Out here, I don't know what the fuck. (laughs) And this boat is taking a while to get going. You see the custom ships are basically under full sail, and they're catching up on you fast. Shit. Yeah.
4: Oh, I take the fanny pack from my waist, and I Mm -hmm. open it up, and I'm like... Hey you guys, have you do you know how to make a boat go really fast?
2: Oh, they're in the fanny
3: pack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense.
4: They, I have to feed them breakfast, lunch and dinner though.
3: Oh, yeah. Mirce is like, "No, we have food in here. We said that."
4: No, it's not very good though.
3: <laughs> uh, and you hear bro say, "Wait, did you say make a boat go really fast? Why? What's happening?"
4: Um, well, we're sailing out of the cave and we have to run from the the other ships, and they're really fast, and we are not fast.
3: Run from the other ships? Which other ships?
4: Uh, the I think it's the Coast Guard. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's so funny. Being called <laughs> it the Coast guard. It's called the Light Guard, Billy. <laughs>
4: oh, sorry, the Light Guard.
3: <laughs> so Perel is saying, "Oh, there's nothing that I can do from in here." Could you could you run below deck real quick?
4: Sure thing. <laughs> Come on, guys.
3: <laughs> I yeah, I guess we all run behind Billy. <laughs> and you run below deck and flip the.
4: And I I had already run into like a a private more private zone, mm-hmm. and I'm like dumping Perello the bag. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is this helping?
3: And he he does tumble out onto the ground, and he hops up and he dusts himself off, and he's uh he's wearing. The remains of his musketeer outfit.
4: Where would your clothes go?
3: He's taken the shirt off. He's just wearing the vest. He doesn't have the hat, so he's bald. He still has the mustache. He's cut off the, the leather pants. <laughs>
4: cut you off? You cut them?
3: How short? Uh, like, just <laughs> below the knee. So they're like jorts. Like
4: pre's. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think you will find that these are typical amongst sailors. <laughs> now, what seems to be the problem? Your outfit.
4: <laughs> um. Well... We have to, we have to get the boat going a lot quicker to get away from the light guard. Mm. <sighs> I don't know how.
3: All right, let me take a look at it. So he walks up on deck and he goes, "Can you, um, can you distract everybody?"
4: Oh, sure thing.
3: I'm gonna do some magic stuff.
4: Uh, I go up to the chef. Okay. <laughs> so what you cooking here?
3: Oh, it's just a stew.
4: Yeah. Cool. Tell me about it.
3: <laughs> uh, okay. It's uh, carrots and potatoes. I'm gonna finish it after we escape, probably.
4: We got time. You know, I I'm really keen to know about what's going on in the stew.
3: Okay. It's uh, is, I got a carrot.
4: Whoa. What? What are those?
3: It's like uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you want to roll to distract this one guy? Yeah. I do. Okay. So two d six plus charisma. Seven. Okay, thank goodness. Uh, so yeah, he starts explaining carrots to you and then he explains potatoes to you yeah. and a fish. And he- <laughs> the foods, yeah. <laughs> and uh, since Billy- A carrot is a tuber. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
4: I pull another a couple sailors like, hey guys, come here.
3: <laughs> uh, th- yeah, some of them are like, uh, no, but they're all, because <laughs> they're like focused on trying to escape. Yeah. Uh, but you have successfully distracted people below deck What are Ving and Tuck doing Tuck runs up on deck And he Are there
0: like cannons on this ship Uh, Yes there are a few on the top deck So he (laughs) runs up top deck Uh And he like finds a cannon And he finds the pirate that's closest to it And I'm like are you using this right now Uh, No we're trying to get away And I'm like "All right, I'm going to borrow it for a second (laughs) And I slice through the lines That are holding it in place And I wheel it to the back (laughs) of the ship and And point it Towards like the, the all the
3: ships that are chasing us. Okay. Uh two D six plus strength to move a cannon on your own. This is simultaneously a distraction
0: and uh an
3: attack. <laughs> yeah, totally. Nine. D- oh, I'll I mean, eight. Yeah, do you want to eight? <laughs> yeah, that might so two d six plus bond. So seven uh yeah eight. Okay, great. So push yeah. push
0: with me. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> and you haul this cannon to the back deck and Kingsley's like, what? are you doing?
0: Plan. <laughs> <laughs> I just say the word plan. I yeah. like
2: plan.
3: Because <laughs> we're straining so much to put it uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, what's your plan here?
0: Uh, I'm just gonna like start firing cannonballs backwards at the <laughs> purifier and it's, I like, I'm just... I'm trying to distract everyone on the ship so they're looking at me, which is the most obvious thing that's happening. Yeah, and then also I'm trying to sink some of those ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Okay, I guess this would be a volley, so two d six plus dexterity, and I do tie I tie it to the back yeah, yeah rails
0: before sure, sure. I fire. Mm-hmm. Six <laughs>
3: shit. <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, I mean I could saving throw or whatever.
3: Uh yeah, I guess well you could aid probably. Yeah That's yeah, I
2: mean. you're tying it to the back of the thing. How am I gonna
0: aid? I don't know. You know knots? Yeah, I guess I know
2: knots.
4: <laughs> like you grab it from him and you're like, no, this is how you do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's not right. a shoelace tuck. We have to <laughs> we have to anchor this fucking. Here, let me do it.
3: Holy oh, shit. Monster roll. There we wow. go. 13. Seven. So that makes it a seven to nine on uh, volley. So on a seven to nine on volley, what do you get? Uh, seven to nine. Choose one. You have to move to get the shot, placing you
0: in danger of the GM's choice. You have to take what you can get. Minus one D6 damage. You have to take several shots, reducing your ammo by one. I'm going to choose. You have to move to get the shot, placing you in danger of the GM's choice.
2: Maybe it means you have to like get on top of the cannon. <laughs> I
3: think it's. I think it's a broader danger. <laughs> he pretends it's his dick. <laughs> yeah, it gets hot and it burns you. That's bit. what
0: I'm doing to try and distract everyone. And I am like, "Hey guys, look!" And then I push my crotch up against it. I'm like, "It's like my dick." Just amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, "Has anyone ever done
3: this gag?" <laughs> and then you Ving puts the torch thing to the thing, and it fires. And you feel the cannon totally just buck Between your legs oh, fuck. <laughs> But uh, roll your damage Roll a d10 and Puke on the. <laughs>
1: oh my god that hurts so much
3: Five Five okay so The cannonball arcs through the air Slamming into the like front Nose of one of the custom ships Punching a pretty sizable hole in its hull Man, what a load bro And <laughs> impressive but the actual danger <laughs> that it places you in is you see the purifier has come around and is pointing towards your fleeing ship now and is hauling ass shit <gasps> uh, like the, you can see like a plume of steam coming up from behind the ship and it is moving it's starting to pass other custom ships from a dead stop you turn around Ving you see Perel near the mast and he's got it gripped in both hands like he's got a hand on either side of the mast and you see the sails a little bit higher up. The poles that they're attached to start to lengthen. Mm. They're lengthening, but they're thinning. And the sails are getting wider.
0: Whoa. Uh,
3: and the cool. wind is starting to pick up as it fills in the sails. And the ship lurches forward a little bit as it increases in speed. Cool. And Billy, you feel the ship lurch underneath your feet. <gasps> <laughs> What's- you got- he's got a mouthful of stew. Mm-hmm. What's the cook saying now? <laughs> so this is a uh, onion. It's like a root vegetable. A flower comes out of it. The flowers are pretty good. <laughs> what do you think?
4: It's really good. Uh, so does, does the boat do this often?
3: No, that's that's a lot faster than I expected it to be going. Shouldn't lurch like that.
4: I'm gonna go downstairs. You tell the rest of the guys the rest of the stew recipe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And Perel runs back downstairs. Like Perel comes up and he goes, "Billy,
4: Billy, what? I did it. That's great. Yeah. <laughs>
3: what happened to you?
4: Uh, I, I the I didn't know a boot, boat moved moves so much.
3: <laughs> oh, that was that was me.
4: Oh, uh, dang.
3: <laughs> do you want? Are you are you gonna be okay? Do you want to come back up? Do you need some air? Uh,
2: okay.
3: <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah do whatever you want to do. Great. Yeah. So the ship has been fired on and it's moving now, but the purifier is starting to catch up. And it's at this point, you see the hole in the side of it is substantial. And Perel is talking to you, Ving. He's like, was that the purifier up there?
2: Uh, yeah. That thing should have come down. Should have, but it's not. And it's gaining on us. What are we going to do? I don't know.
3: You- You're the wizard. <laughs> I already did my wizard thing. <laughs> did you see what I did? Pretty slick. You? Look ridiculous oh no i thought i looked like a sick and he looks around at all the other sailors and he's like and they're all like they're just wearing (laughs) they're just wearing pants and shirts like regular clothes yeah he's like this is how sailors dressed when i was oh it was a hundred years ago wasn't it (laughs) yes it was that was a hundred years ago you look like a sailor's babysitter oh man i gotta fix this the sandals those too much
1: (laughs) yeah they're too much
3: (laughs) give me the sandals okay throws him overboard (laughs) no (laughs) uh and tuck what is tuck doing tuck is on the ground next to the cannon (laughs) (laughs) cradling his testicles he really hurt himself (laughs) okay great yeah i mean the last thing that you gotta that you the the thing that you have to worry about right now is that the purifier is gonna catch up to you very soon unless Mm -hmm. you do something drastic and they're probably gonna try and board you
2: i mean yeah
3: we're just not gonna do wind right yeah. only yeah, wind left he's not coming around anymore, well, even just in the terms of elemental mastery, think of all the other elements that Vin can summon, like yeah. it's not just oh, like yeah. rocks from yeah the bring it
2: or from the cliff side, mm-hmm.
3: oh
0: yeah, or
4: the or wind like the storm, like yeah. you could try to pull like some of the storm from the sea of grave, oh <gasps> yes that's like, that's the that's, the, uh, or that's the good thunderbird. oh
0: yeah, Tuck has heard that like this the storm in the Sea of Graves is malicious. Like, oh. it hunts ships, kind of. Should I roll, should I roll spell lore for Yeah, that? totally. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Plus intelligence. Five. <laughs> so, How is... I've never succeeded a spell lore. It's so crazy. funny.
2: Because if, it uses your intelligence, you
0: idiot.
4: <laughs> what, if, what if you... <laughs> Tell us the opposite of that. Yeah.
0: Actually, I actually heard the storms and the sea graves are pretty nice. <laughs> guys, and I'm so disoriented from that fucking knock to the nards. So <laughs> I am like on the ground still. And I'm like, Vang, do it. Do the storm thing. It's supposed to help travelers or pirates or something or not. I don't remember.
4: <laughs> yeah, Vang, just do it. Because I don't want to be it going as fast anymore.
3: We're both pretty out of (laughs) commission. So that was a that was a failure failure. Yeah. Which is I get to make a hard move. Yeah. As as hard as I want. Roll a D10. D10. Boom, 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 boom. Two. Two. Okay, then that's not too bad. You are standing there like cradling your nuts talking to Ving and all your friends about what you should do and you hear Kingsley just bellow in terror. Hit the deck! And a sheet of fire Rolls over the deck of the ship Oh, oh my god Fuck! Whoa. When Kingsley yells that You notice all the Crystal Bay Pirates Hit the deck instantly Like he's, he yells hit And they all drop uh-huh. oh. uh, But Tuck tries to drop But he's the biggest here And he's not very agile right now Because he just got wailed in the balls uh, And t- you take a little bit of the brunt of the fire
4: it Singes his butt <laughs> Exactly
3: um, And you look back And you see the purifier Just picking up steam And on the front of the deck Standing against the wind, his robes flapping, <laughs> uh, <laughs> billowing, his robes billowing <laughs> against his taut old man muscles is the torch of McCall.
4: Wow, look at those <laughs> flaps. <laughs>
3: Pretty decent. I
4: right. set up for them.
3: <laughs> and it's at this point you're like, oh yeah, there weren't any cannons on the purifier and you realize he's the cannon. Shit.
2: Here, Bing looks back at the fire and sees all the flaps billowing and then looks at his friend and tucks a little singe and then looks off in the distance to see graves and there's big, like, lightning flashing, thunder
0: rolling. Oh, yeah. You can see this infinite plane of pillars. You can barely see inside of it because of the storm wall. Mm -hmm. And then you see, like, in the foreground and background, like, randomly, you see, like, crazy lightning strikes. Like that, um... Place Exegol from the last Star Wars movie, where it's just <laughs> yeah. like oh, yeah.
3: storms everywhere. <laughs> totally, yeah. yeah. So the
2: lightning's coming in and hitting the tops of the pillars, mm. like it's only striking on the like the rods at and the, then tops? On the tops, at the tops of them, and then jumping to other ones. Whoa! To like, <sharp> so make like a mm. circle.
3: Yeah. So give me a two d six plus wisdom. This is dangerous. This
2: is very dangerous. I know. This is very. things asking for help with the from the th- Thunderbird. Holy shit! Nice eleven. I'm not gonna retain control. Oh, because it's a storm. So it that makes sense, right? It'd be really hard to control. <laughs> it. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially
4: an angry one like that. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Mythical.
2: So, uh, Ving looks back and sees uh, Billy's like sick and scared, and there's fire, and the, like the things are singed, and people are like freaking out, and he's like, "I, I don't want to." Guys, I got, I got an idea. I, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta be. I'll be right back. Just trust me. What? Just trust me. Okay. And he's running to the front of the deck, and he um, jumps off the front of the deck. Whoa. You just see him jump off like swan dive, like he's jumping into the water, and uh, at, goes uh, like out of sight off mm-hmm. the front of the boat, and then pops up on the Thunderbird. So
0: sick. Yeah.
2: Does a loop around, goes around, and gets a good view of the purifier as he's curling up. So if there's anything useful you'd like to tell me about seeing that. Uh, well, you could
3: roll me a, cer- a discern realities, Certain realities incidentally on pure fire. to this. Good. Nine. Okay, so you get one question.
2: Uh, what here is useful for, for me?
3: As you're whipping past, you get a good close look, and you notice that the side that Perel was able to turn to mud is the side that you and Billy initially climbed up on, destroying some of the ruins on the side of the ship. Uh, And the other side has totally intact runes. Cool. Okay. We
2: we should fuck up more of those runes sometime.
3: And the captain's still there. The one with the braids in his beard. The runes are like protective then to the ship. That's what Ving notices. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Ving notices that the captain smiles when he sees the Thunderbird. Mm. Weirdly. Yeah, big fan. Uh, And then Ving swoops up and goes up into the sky and heads towards the Sea of Graves. Towards the storm. Like everybody just sees Ving go Into this black cloud. Whoa. So Vink flies uh, away from the purifier, goes into the eye of the storm where all the lightning's happening, and uh, heads up high into the sky and holds his crystal hand as high as he can above uh, the head of the Thunderbird, standing on the back of the Thunderbird, and the lightning's coming in from all different places, multiple bolts of lightning hitting his fingers, and then um, they start... Flying back towards the ships, and the
3: lightning is coming with him. He's pulling it. Yeah,
0: and the storm is following. And the storm too. is
3: following in behind. Yeah, the rolling clouds are are pouring out over the water through the through the barrier of the sea of graves.
4: Uh, and, uh, and Billy sees the waves pick up, and they like they're like foaming, and they're dark and steel gray,
3: mm-hmm.
0: cool. and crashing ship's in, pitching like crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they can just
2: see this big black bank. And it's being lit up. And there's a, like a growing light in this black rolling bank of clouds. And as it's getting brighter and brighter and brighter and it's coming more and more to the front of that storm. And then it parts, breaks open. And there's Ving on the front of the Thunderbird pulling the lightning by the reins.
3: That's so cool. So the storm comes with you. Ving is like this rider at the front of this huge storm. And all of the people on all of the ships look to the west and see this powerful, magnificent figure on the back of an enormous bird with uh, rains of lightning yeah. in his hand, holding on to the tuft on the back of the Thunderbird and raining in the storm. So cool. Cool. That's so sick. And as he gets close to the ships pursuing you, he takes the lightning in his hand and he almost throws the storm ahead of him and it roils out in this great massive wall of dark gray clouds that engulfs the ships pursuing you. You hear splintering explosions, screams on the wind, and like huge splinters of wood fly out of the bank of clouds, and you think, that's got to be it. And then, passing through the storm just behind you, the prow of the purifier, the torch of McCall standing strong at its front, comes out of the bank of clouds and on the wind you hear chimes and then the storm engulfs the west wind as well and your vision goes dark.
4: In between the wicked waves, there is an ocean full of graves. Wind and water, salt and stone, broken pieces far from home. Iron rests and stone engraved, secrets whispered neath the waves. A language written but not read adorns the maiden's salty bed. A door beneath the ocean floor, she needs a lock and nothing more. For in the bed of woman scorned, there is a nation no one mourns. The moon has lost her favorite sun. Now all are gone, save for one. Humans, halflings, elves, and sprites, no one sails on stormy nights. Tell the children and the grown, no one sails between the stones.